You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's away today. She'll be back with us soon enough, but we have a great story to share with you. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining me today, friends from Lutheran Braille Workers in studio, Jay Zemke is president of Lutheran Braille Workers. Jay, thanks so much for being my guest. Hey, thanks for being here. It's and also connecting with us online, Chuck Wells is a volunteer at Lutheran Braille Workers. Chuck, thanks so much for being my guest. My pleasure. So I want to learn more about Lutheran Braille Workers. It's been a while since we've had a chance to, to talk about the organization, what you do, and the, the many people you serve, and, and how people are involved. And, and so let's start with Chuck's story, and Chuck, and how you got involved with Lutheran Braille Workers. How did you get connected? Well, several years ago, maybe as much as a dozen, a friend of the family was living here nearby the headquarters in Ukaipa, and she invited us for a tour. And uh, my wife and I came over and and were in, we were intrigued, but at that time we weren't living nearby. A few years later, we moved into the area and my wife retired from her job and was looking for some uh, Christian volunteer work and got involved as a, just kind of a roaming volunteer. She would come over and they would, you know, find something for her to do. And, uh, and then a few years later, she roped me in and I came over and started working in as uh, same way, kind of as roaming, doing whatever needed to be done. And that's developed into uh, coming over weekly with a team and we now meet on Wednesday mornings and have about a dozen of us if everybody is able to come. And we are working with both large print and braille. So what do your duties uh, involve as a volunteer with Lutheran Braille Workers? Well, normally on Wednesdays, our team will take the printed large print and we collate it because it's in stacks by page. So you have a a couple hundred uh, page ones and page two and so forth. And then we collate it into a book, put a cover and a back page on it. And then that gets punched so that they can put a binder on it. And then those either are shipped directly to someone that has ordered it or it goes into their inventory. The, that's the large print. The Braille, we actually take the, the paper that the dots are actually pressed into and we take the plate that has been produced for a given book of the Bible and put the paper in the plate, run it through a press, and we collate an entire book one at a time, which probably a team of five can do maybe in a, in a three-hour session, we'll maybe do seven or eight volumes of that given book. And then that goes into inventory or is shipped directly to a, to someone that has ordered the material. Prior to your involvement with LBW, were you connected with or are familiar with uh, the blind and, and visually impaired? Not at all. I had, I, I was a missions pastor in a growing church for seven years and did a lot of traveling around the world. But the last thing that was on my mind was the blind. So this was a, a real opportunity for my wife and I to 
be involved in producing the, the word of God for a group of people that otherwise just wouldn't, other than audio, wouldn't have the opportunity to, to, read, to read the scripture. Hmm. So what have you been learning about the, the people that are being served by Lutheran Braille workers through your time there? Well, fortunately, here at the headquarters, they often bring in volunteers from different work centers and have a speaker that uh, generally is a, a blind person who has somehow been blessed by getting a Braille, Braille Bible. And they have given us, you know, an insight into what they're discovering and, and learning through reading the Braille Bibles and how their life then has touched others. So that's probably the number one personal touch that we've had with with those that are receiving the materials. Hmm. Tell me about, have you had a chance to, to grow in relationship with some of the other volunteers that you're serving with at LBW? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the teams, you know, people come and go, people move. And, and we've had uh, the COVID, of course, which has caused an interruption in some of our work. But as people come into our group, in which we're always looking and recruiting people to, to help, you get to build relationships. We see each other. Most of us see each other once a week, but some of us come over a little more often and, and have been able to trade stories and find out what our faith stories are, how we came to Christ, and, and we're able to support one another. We've had potlucks together, and we share a, a, a break time where we can sit around and, and talk. So, yeah, we've really been blessed to be able to get to know others that have a common desire to, to serve and volunteer making sure the scriptures get out to those in need. Hmm. It, it sounds like it's, it's been just a, a wonderful learning opportunity for you, as well as an opportunity to, to grow in relationship and partnership with others who, who care about the gospel reaching all people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's been a, a great opportunity for us to not only learn, you know, other volunteers in the area that are cited, but then to hear stories of people uh, that are either, you know, sight impaired or blind and the, the relationships, you know, that that's very meaningful as we get to know each other. Well, what would you share from someone who maybe doesn't know much about volunteering with LBW, but might have some skills that could be put to use as a volunteer? Well, first, I don't know that there's any specific skills because most of us are unskilled in the sense that we do not understand the process of printing a Braille Bible or collating a large print. So everyone is welcomed. There is no skill set that's needed. The, the thing that triggered involvement for my wife and I, and I think it's true of many others, is going and seeing the process as a tour or just having a friend that works in the area, just, you know, give them a tour of the facility through that you're intrigued. And then often that translates into someone volunteering their time and getting involved. Hmm. Outstanding. Well, and I understand you serve at the, the production facility there at the, at the main office. And we're going to learn more about the more opportunities and places where volunteers can serve with LBW. It, it has been great learning about um, 
your involvement as a volunteer and, and what you've gained from that. And I imagine so many people are gaining from the work that you and other volunteers are doing as well, providing large print Bibles and, and Braille Bibles and, and resources as well. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, Chuck, Chuck and, and just sharing with us about your, your partnership with... Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Before we go to break, Jay, I want to hear your perspective on volunteers like Chuck and the story that he just shared. How is that a part of what Lutheran Braille Workers is about? You know, it's 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 quite interesting. You know, our volunteers are just invaluable to us in everything that they do, from even getting up in the morning and 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 doing something that they personally love to do. It's a blessing to Lutheran Braille Workers. I look at it as, you know, when we have over 3,000 volunteers supporting us each and every week, can you imagine the amount of materials that get out to all our recipients? Recipients that may not even know Christ at this point. And for them to be able to receive something in the mail that talks about what Christ has done for them and how they can be saved through his love, it's pretty amazing. Mm. Well, I, I certainly am grateful for the volunteers like Chuck who have partnered with LBW to make these resources available. I can imagine uh, trying to produce the, the number of, of resources you produce without volunteers. I'm sure that makes a huge difference in terms of if you, it, it, without volunteers, it, would it even be possible to do that? It would probably cost a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of an understatement. If you, if you look at it, we have currently, and we're growing, that's the wonderful part. Currently we have 113 ministry production centers that's in like 35 different states and the majority of them are in the basement of a church a church that has a congregation that actually could volunteer at any time a church that can support them any type of financial needs or fundraising events mm -hmm. and so if you look at you know 35 states 113 different ministry production centers and over 3,000 volunteers the materials we produce at 150,000 to 200,000 pieces of material that go out each and every year. Wow. Phenomenal. It's amazing. It is. Well, we'll take a break here in just a moment. I want to say thanks to Chuck for being with us today, sharing your story, and we'll continue our conversation with Jay Zemke, president of Lutheran Braille Workers in just a moment. Chuck, thanks so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. You bet. My pleasure. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu.
Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's away today. We are talking with Lutheran Braille workers today. President Jay Zemke is with me in studio today. We just heard a wonderful story from a volunteer who serves with LBW and the, the great ways that they get to partner with LBW to serve so many people. Let's talk a little bit more about the organization and where Lutheran Braille Workers is serving today. You mentioned earlier over 100 ministry production sites. So where is Lutheran Braille Workers reaching? And 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 I want to learn more about where those volunteers are all serving those production sites, too. And then that is kind of two questions. One mm-hmm. is where are we serving? We, we are a part of and send out materials to over 168 different countries around the world. Wow. Yeah, crazy. You know, we have, at one point, we had over 40 different languages that we had in Braille and large print. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty daunting at times when you think about that. We have, as I said, 35 states that we have over 113 different ministry production centers that produce the majority mm-hmm. of all our materials, whether that be Braille, large print, prison Bibles, which is relatively new. And then we also have an audio that we do as well. Wow. So it, you were so kind to bring some samples along to the studio yeah. today. And I, I honestly don't know Braille, but... Uh, that's, it, the Braille. Th- that's the English Braille. Yeah, that's the English Braille. Okay. Can, you can tell. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm joking. <laughs> but it's, it's, it, it is fascinating to me just to, to see a resource like this that, you know, the, that, that so many people use today to, to be able to read. Because, yes, it's great to be able to listen. That's a wonderful resource. And that's one thing that we love doing here at KFUO. But to be able to, <laughs> to sit down and read something independently, what, what kind of, I guess, freedom and just opportunities this provides for so many people to be able to read the Word of God on their own at home or wherever they are? Yeah, you know, it's a really good question. You know, we, we have many stories. We have many letters that we receive from people around the world. And we actually have a 14-year-old that wrote and said, I know that Jesus loves me because every time I feel him in my fingers, it goes up my arms to my heart. I mean, that, that stuff just, it, it really touches your heart to the point where you just realize um, that what you're doing is so good. And in many cases, you know, they don't have a radio you know, especially overseas, they don't mm-hmm. really aren't able to receive the word of God. So by receiving some type of materials, whether it be Braille, because they're completely blind or some sort of a visual impairment where they just need larger print. And because we have multiple languages, they're able to take their own language and read about the Lord. Hmm. What are, what's the need for gospel resources for blind and visually impaired in the United States or, or North America? Sure. And again, really another you know, good question. Lutheran Braille workers, you know, we're, we're currently 78 years old and there have been, you know, many other types of nonprofits and organizations that have come up over the years. In the last year and a half, there's been about six or seven that have actually closed. And Lutheran Braille workers is one of the last centers or ministry centers in the country that actually produce Christian materials for the visually impaired Tell us about the the collaboration, the partnerships. We already talked with uh, volunteer Chuck earlier, uh, and you mentioned the the ministry production sites that are at churches. Tell us about who you collaborate with to to make these resources available. Sure, you know we the foundation of who we are is really through our volunteerism. Mm-hmm. It really is. If if I could have literally six thousand volunteers, not just three, I would accept every single one of them. In fact, I would go to every single church that wants to have a volunteer open a ministry production center. I would be there in a heartbeat. They are a lifeblood of who we are. There are other organizations from Mm -hmm. around the country 
and around the world that we use to actually get these materials to the recipients. So there's a lot of Bible societies of India and Bible societies all over the world that we partner with and they request from us these materials. And again, it's all free to them. So there is no cost involved at any time for them to receive these materials. How can one, how can one be a volunteer with LBW or if, if a congregation wants to be a ministry production site, how do they find out more about that? Oh, easy. <laughs> I always say it's easy, right? The easiest way I say is to go to our website, which is lbwloveworks.org. Real simple. You could even type in Lutheran Braille Workers into your Google uh, and it will pop up probably one of the first things that says uh, lpwloveworks.com. From there, you're able to just fill out some information for us to understand what you're looking for, whether you're looking for materials because mm -hmm. you have an aging, pop, aging population within your church and you just want some large print materials for them. Or you might be interested in what's it take to actually have a ministry center in our church. Or maybe it's outside our church and you're doing some sort of a program at a community center. And this might be the right type of ministry that you want to put forth in that. So that's the easiest way. We will contact you probably within 24 hours to have that conversation with you. There's also videos and other things that we have on our website as well for you to understand what we have going on, what's it actually take to open a center, what's the work involved for it. But, you know, what we look like, what we like to offer is more of that personal touch. We want to talk to you. You mentioned earlier that LBW is 78 years old. Is that right? Yeah, 78 years old. So, and I've been there for all 78. <laughs> no, no, no. Fantastic. No, I have not. No, no, In that time, I'm sure organizations grow and change. And so a little bit about the history, but also where is LBW going? Oh, so our history is, is very unique and you'll, you'll be able to read about that more on our website and other materials that we have. But you know, Helene started this back in 1943. She had a German pastor over in Germany that just said, hey, we're looking for Braille Bibles. Can you help us? And she received this information. She said, how am I going to do this? I don't even know Braille. So she spent the next 18 months not only learning Braille, but how to write Braille. And then one pinprick at a time, creating each one of those dots on the pages. And 18 months later, she sent the entire Bible over to Germany. Now, this is war torn Germany, 1943, and he got it and he sent a letter back. He goes, great, when can I get more? And she looked and she said, M more? No, no, no. It took me 18 months to do one. What do you mean more? And the more she thought about it, it's like, you know, how can we ever say no to something like this? That's the hardest part. It's like the Lord is kind of saying, hey, kind of nudging us along at times. And so from that, it turned into two, it turned into three, it turned into volunteers supporting and helping. It turned into family members creating machines to help automate more of this Braille type of machine. So years later, we start looking at, it's more than just Braille, it's large print. So what can we do from a large print standpoint? Somebody who's not necessarily blind, but just have a hard time reading that smaller print. So then we start producing that. And then we find out that audio, and the Library of Congress, we've actually partnered with the Library of Congress to be able to get their type of videotapes to produce materials for them through audio, which is all free to the visual. From that point, over the last four years, we've been concentrating on prison Bibles. An incarcerated person really needs the Lord. They need someone while they're sitting in that cell. And there's been an overwhelming response to say, hey, can I have something? And we had to produce a very specific Bible, again, approved by the Library of Congress to be able to get into the prison system. 
So they don't use that plastic binding that Chuck talked about when they produce the materials as a weapon. So we had to do a perfect bound binding. So, you know, that's where we are today. But what's happening now is we're ever growing. We're looking at the ministry production centers as a way for us to grow the ministry, not only in the United States, but outside the United States. We just received a grant, a pretty significant grant from the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. Phenomenal organization, been around just as long. And they gave us a grant to get into India. So we have an India project. We're going to be opening up a ministry production center in India. And currently today we have three uh, languages within India. Malayalam being one, which is a beautiful, beautiful language if you've ever seen it written. We have it in Braille and we have it in large print. But there are 18 to 24 different languages that are commonly used languages in India. We're just at the tip of the iceberg on what we can do. We have a long ways to go. We have a four or five year kind of mission in place to grow India into a very significant part of the Lord, let's say, with our ministry. Outstanding. Well, it's great to hear that, that LBW is continuing to grow in service to our neighbors, specifically with bringing them the word of God in a very accessible way. Where can we find the resources that we've mentioned today if, if a congregation, like you mentioned earlier, wants to have maybe large print resources or Braille resources for the members of the congregation or someone in the community? Oh, we would love every conversation with anybody who has those needs. First off, go to our website. Again, lbwloveworks.org. We have an order form for anything and everything that you need for what we produce. We also have a, our 800 number there where you can actually um, just give a quick call. We have a human being on the other line that would love to talk with you, find out what your needs and requirements are for your church, and then help you decide what are the right things to for us to produce to send to you for your congregation. Very good, very good. Anything else you wanna share with us as we wrap up our time together today? No, we are just every single day humbled uh, by the response and the understanding that people have towards Lutheran Braille workers and most importantly, sharing the word of God with our recipients, people who are blind or somewhat visually impaired. My guest today, Jay Zemke, President, Lutheran Braille Workers. Thanks so much for being my guest on The Coffee Hour. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.